Let's talk some Lafayette High School football now with their head coach, Eric McDowell, as they have already had a schedule change. They've had to battle through a pandemic, which everybody else has had to, too. But it has been a wild time up on the north side, as it usually is with Eric McDowell. Coach McDowell, how are you, my friend? It is. Hey, I cannot complain. I'm as happy as I've ever been. There was a game in 48 hours, and we've been getting to see our boys, and uh, there is nothing that you can do to rain on my parade at this point, well, unless you cancel it another game. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's start with the schedule change, first of all, because, again, you were supposed to play a home game Saturday against Carnahan, a return game from last year, and, and all of a sudden that game doesn't happen as of last week, and you're searching for a new opponent on Sunday. It's finalized your plan, Harrisonville. It's been a whirlwind to just play the first game, hasn't it? It has, and, you know, we actually contacted a lot of schools, and I think it's it's kind of one of those deals where if you're a larger school, you know, not saying we're great or world beaters, but if you're a larger school, there's a possibility of losing to a smaller school, and that's not good. If you're a small school, um, you know, some will take the challenge on of, hey, let's try to, to beat a larger school, and and some would just say, no, we're, we don't want to do that. So it was really, really a challenge. We got we're very, very fortunate. Harrisville's coach um, and administration were all on it. And because they're, they were supposed to play Trinity Catholic, and they had the same situation, St. Louis School dropped. And so I'm very, very happy. Uh, it's going to be a perfect first game, good opponent, uh, good measuring stick since we didn't get to play the Jamboree. And, um, you know, and uh, more than anything, though, above all that, so proud of our players that, that they – They've never wavered throughout this whole process. We've been doing, even when we're doing Zoom workouts in March, April, May, and June, through all the workouts this summer, um, they knew that this was a possibility of not having a season, and uh, they prepared the same way. And I mean, it, we, we as, as a coach, uh, you know, you, I could not be more proud of our players and their preparation over the last five months and their attitudes in this whole craziness. Has practice been a challenge as far as trying to do everything the right way and, and with all the protocols and everything like that? I'm sure your guys have adjusted and they've figured that out and they've done a great job. Was it a challenge at, at first to maybe do some of that stuff? Sure. You know, we all had to be very, very reminding to each other and cognizant that, uh, you know, you got to wipe down equipment. And, you know, when you can't social distance, you got to have that mask up and, and, you know, the little things. And that's the thing. They all were really little things. Yeah, they might take a few extra minutes in practice. But at this point, I was telling somebody the other day, if they found out that COVID-19 was, you know, hovered at three feet and above in the air, and if you're under three feet uh, on the ground, uh, three feet and under, you could uh, avoid it. I would crawl my hands and knees all day to him. <laughs> if it meant that I could have a season and these kids are going to be in these hallways next week. So. Uh, it's a small price to pay to, to make sure these boys and I don't know, all students are um, here because that's what's going to be best for them. And, and with your guys now back and able to go through these practices and, and just now be back in school as well, is, is there some normalcy? Do you, do you feel like, boy, these kids needed this and now things are a little, little on, uh, at least kind of back to normal? Yeah, you know, to be real honest, like I said, we – uh, our coaching staff, and I'm sure many did, we didn't lose contact with the boys at all. We saw them at minimum four days a week since the very, very beginning of this week, and, uh, whether it be Zoom or in person. And even doing that, Dave, the mental, I was talking to uh, Coach Webb from Maryville uh, last week, and I, you know, and I, I feel like just now, just literally the end of last week and beginning of this week, we are just now starting to see a lot of that sense, that look in the eye, the, the attitudes, the not that they were bad, but just the, the normal things that you expect to see out of 
happy teenage kids. Uh, it, it really was this, 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 these quarantine measures, not that they're, I disagree with them or anything. They are harder on these kids' mental health than I actually realized. And, you know, the physical health goes directly in line with their mental health. So, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm starting the school year and getting these kids back to normal in any way, even if it's wearing a mask, even if it's wiping down a desk every time you walk in, walk out, things like that. I think it's about most importance because these kids, you know, it, it is scary what, being in a quarantine and, and missing out on your social and physical health. Um, and, you know, a lot of the kids, you know, school off yet sometimes, you know, all schools have an issue. You know, they don't have a home life sometimes. They, they, they would rather be at school. And so going home for them is actually the opposite of what they need and want, uh, you know, on occasion. So if you're asking me my personal opinion, I don't give it too often on the radio, but, man, we, yes, we need to make sure whatever it takes, I will do it. I will wash my face with Clorox wipes every day. I'll rub my hands down. I will drink hand sanitizer, whatever it takes to keep these kids, uh, you know, in a good frame of mind and mental and physical health. We're talking to Eric McDowell. Again, he, he things are crazy on the north side sometimes with Eric McDowell, the head football coach at Lafayette High School. And, you know, how has practice gone just on the field as far as just your football team? Do you like how, how they've come to work, and do you feel like you've gotten better every single day? Yeah, this group – um, is going to be my 18th year as a, as a coach in total. And this is an ex, this is an exceptional group of, of young men as I've ever been a part of. Not saying they're better or, or anything negative about any other groups, but these the leadership style, the amount of high energy and uh, positive, encouraging teammates we have. Um, it's very like I, I always say they're very selfless and they're very servant minded, servant leadership type people and. We are definitely a we mentality, and the seniors and the underclassmen are, you know, they see each other as equals, and our seniors want the underclassmen to be brought up, and our underclassmen respect our seniors for that, so they want to work harder, and they want to, you know, and it's just been a very reciprocal respect and a mutual respect for each other, and it's really just been a fan, especially coming out of this. We had no ideas. Most coaches did. We had no idea who was going to show up and how they were going to, what frame of mind they were going to be in, so I, it's not just coach week. I cannot i just can't overemphasize how amazing this group of young men have been uh, on the field as far as uh, their attitudes effort and uh, also the pretty good football players you're gonna be fun to watch <laughs> <laughs> no doubt and let's talk about both sides of the football we'll start with your offense and obviously a lot of the conversation the last couple of years was around Dayton McGoin, rightfully so he was a heck of a football player but now you've got another quarterback in, in jaron saunders that you know I've, you guys have talked about him for a long time, too, that, you know, at, at most places he could have been starting the last couple of years. And has he taken that next step? Have you seen some of that from him? Absolutely. You know, Jaron Saunders' arm starts at a lot of high schools in the state of Missouri as a freshman. His, his, his mind is good enough to start as a freshman. He Unfortunately, he had a Division One football player ahead of him. Uh, and But we challenged him this offseason, you know, a little bit put on some, you know, more muscle and, get, you know, try to get a little bit faster. Not that he's slow, but get a little bit faster. And um, he, he uh, exceeded our expectations by far. He is tremendously physically, um, he has just really progressed more than I thought he would, not that I didn't think he could. And um, really, to be honest with you, his arm is, is exceptional. And we knew that. I mean, it's one of the best arms we've in 18 years I've seen and, his ability to understand the actual game of football. Sometimes you get quarterbacks that are very athletic and they make a lot of plays, but they don't really understand what's going on on the other side of the ball because they're athletic and they don't have to. Jaron Saunders knows 
what, what his read keys are, and he makes them. And he understands the offense, knows every position and what they should do. And he's, he's a positive kid. He has his teammates' respect. So we expect big things out of him this year. It's gonna, he's going to be a junior, and we're looking forward to having him for two years for sure. And the nice thing is he's got tons of weapons around him. And obviously, Miles and, and, and Derek, they've been, they've been making plays since sophomore. I mean, there's been other guys, too, that now have been in this system, have been at the varsity level for, for three and sometimes four years. And I, I'm guessing those guys, this is their last go-around, and they're ready to go, aren't they? You know, Miles Henderson, two-time first conference returning receiver. You'll see a lot of running back action. Yeah. Um, and Derek May, you know, when he's when he's on, he's on. He's he's one of the best. And we have uh, we have Kingston Oliver, who will be a junior, who's done things in, in spurts as a sophomore. Uh, he's lightning fast. We have Carlos Cortez, who's when he's healthy, he's as good as anyone as well. Um, he's had a little injury bug last year. Uh, he'll be a junior as well. And I mean, uh, I think I said Zade Nichols, and uh, we just have so many guys out there. If we, you know, we have a new. A lot of new faces on the O line that uh, we're excited about. That uh, we think are going to give Jaron time to throw the ball, so we can get the ball to our playmakers and hopefully open up some holes that Miles and we have uh, Xavier Carey and uh, Hayden McCrary and Michael Hogan, uh, uh, four guys back there that really run hard. And we got a couple of jitterbugs, and we got a couple of guys that bring the thunder as well. Uh, we're like I said, we're excited to get out there this week and see what we have and see what we do well and see what we need to work on. Do you feel like you'll be better up front, more consistent up front? I know that was an issue at times a year ago. Yeah, I, I do. I really do. And it's, you know, the last year's group of linemen were exceptional young men. It's just, you know, sometimes the, that just doesn't happen from year to year. That's why everybody doesn't win every game. Uh, but I do. I think this year they're gonna be, it's, we're going to probably take some lumps here and there because we do have a few new starters. Um but I really do think that the we've picked up some athleticism and maybe uh, a little bit of uh, aggressiveness uh, on, the, on the line that we were lacking a little bit, and uh, I think that's hopefully going to pay off for us as well. We're trying to Eric McDowell, head football coach at Lafayette. They open up at Harrisonville on Friday. And defensively, talk about that side of the football a little bit. Have you been happy with that? You mentioned athleticism. Well, you've got a lot of that and speed on that side of the football. Yeah, you know, everybody plays offense, plays defense. So, <laughs> <laughs> it all, it all but, uh, so yeah, uh, we, you know, we'll be a 4-2 like we have been. That's no secrets. Uh, and uh, uh, that's where we'll probably stay. And we'll just let our big boys take up some blocks and let our athletes uh, make some plays. Uh, we we expect we will be faster on defense this year, which was, uh, which is going to be very good for us. And we do have some playmakers, uh, too, Barbosa, He'll be uh, he'll be a good DN for us and an offensive lineman as well. Um, Hayden McCrary is a name that's going to stick out hopefully this year. People in opponents' minds at linebacker and uh, Anthony Hawkins, who's <laughs> he's been inside linebacker for his sophomore and junior year. If you look at him, you would never believe that. You think he was a small corner, but he's about as tough and strong kid. And we finally get to move to our nickel back outside, and we're excited. He's going to have a uh, big year as well. And then you know you. You've got Makai Reed, who who was uh, he he was in Dayton McGoy's shadow defensively. Jan Saunders was offensively in his shadow, and, and Makai Reed was, so to speak. When I say shadow, it doesn't mean he wasn't good. Um, and he Makai Reed is one of the uh, one of the best players on our team last year defensively, and he was a rotator just because we you know he was in there mixed with some Division One caliber talent, and and we expect big things to out of him out of our other nickel back and free safety and. Uh, and so we're expecting a lot of speed out there, and uh, you know it's 
it's all about discipline on defense, so that's all we'll worry about right now. I think we're fast, we're physical, and strong. We're just going to have to be uh, uh, very disciplined, and I think we can do some good things. No disrespect to Carnahan, but your opponent is much different in week one than it would have been playing Harrisonville. Obviously, with their tradition, their history, a lot of state championships. And again, they were six and six a year ago, had a good season. But this will be a good football team that you're going to meet up here in week one, isn't it? It absolutely is. And I, it, you know, it only makes us better. And we should, and we're excited that they're going to challenge us and make us better football players. And, um, so when there's a draw, there's going to be nothing but positives that come from this. But yeah, Harrisonville is a great, uh, a great program, and that I've, I was very excited. Uh, I know a lot of people want to get that guaranteed first win of the season, try and carry momentum. But our boys are there, understanding one, I, we, we have a, we have definitely have a chance to win this game. You know, uh, it's going to come down to who makes the least amount of mistakes. But they are excited that we're going to get challenged right out of the gate and become better as a team. Uh, they run. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to run, 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 and that's uh, and there's no secret about that. Uh, they changed their offense up uh, quite a bit this year. Um, we actually, the coach and I, exchanged some practice film. That's the first. Wow. So, um, <laughs> he, he seems like he's a pretty coach. Sanders, he's, he's like a pretty awesome guy, and so we no jamborees or anything. So we just traded a little scrimmage film, inter squad scrimmage, and uh, so um, they're going to be a much different look. Um, but we better be ready because, you, as you said, they're. Uh, they're gritty. They work hard. They're, uh, you know, they're that blue collar type team that's going to um, come out and uh, smack you in the mouth. And you better be ready for it because if not, it could be a long night. So we're excited uh, for that challenge uh, against their offense from our defense standpoint. Yeah, definitely should be an exciting game on Friday, no doubt. Coach, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Looking forward to this season and uh, good luck on Friday. All right, Dave. Thanks for everything you do for uh, area sports. You are the man.